Once upon a time, there was a man named Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson is a 35-year-old man who lived with his wife and his daughter, Kim and Haley. He had a sharp, violent look in his eyes, with a thick beard and strong black hair. He had tattoos all over his arms. His body was skinny and pretty tall. He was sitting in front of his porch, holding a cigarette in his hand, accompanied by several bottles of liquor. I don't know how many cigarettes he had that night, but there were only two left in the pack. He smoked his cigarette, then drank the alcohol in front of him. Apparently, he was waiting for his wife, Kim, to leave from work. Right after that, Kim came and entered their dirty little fence in the yard. Kim was a 32-year-old woman. She was quite young. She had pretty face with blue eyes, white skin, and long blondy hair. Many men were loved her, but because of tragedy. Forced her to marry Stanley, a man without a job and an alcoholic. Actually, Kim and Stanley were lovers when they were young. But if they could just turn back the clock, Kim would want only one thing: never knowing Stanley and the tragedy. Didn't happen, but it all happened and couldn't be changed. Why are you so late? Asked Stanley. Of course, I've been walking. I'm not you, Kim. Retorted. Stanley smoked his cigarette. How many times I have to tell you not to smoke in the house? I don't want her getting sick because of you. Kim snapped. Stanley put out his cigarette, then went over to Kim. Shut up. Where's your money? I'm out of cigarettes. Asked Stanley in a slightly shrill tone. Then Kim gave Stanley some money, and then she rushed into the house, and Stanley went nowhere. As she entered the house, Kim found her daughter Haley still awake at night. Yep, the tragedy was Haley's presence. Although this can't be completely called a tragedy, as Haley grew into a beautiful young lady, 
Haley had a pretty face, much like her mother when she was young, and she had a big, beautiful eyes, a pointy nose, and blonde hair. Right now, she was ten years old. Haley was born when Kim was twenty-two. A very young age. All of this happened because she was too stupid at the time. So she gave Stanley everything he wanted. A young man she once loved very much. Yet she is also grateful for this reason because she had a beautiful daughter. Like Haley, why are you not sleeping? Asked Kim. I miss you, Mom. Answered Haley, giving Kim a hug. I miss you too. Said Kim, with a smile. Haley was the only one who made Kim feel alive. And Haley was the reason why she had the strength to live. Mom, why is Daddy like that? Doesn't Daddy love you? Oh, Dad loves me. He also loves you very much. But why does he keep saying bad things to you? Your father is sick. So be it. To you, love him too. Haley's question left Kim stunned. Deep down, she wanted to take no for an answer. Hmm. I loved your father once," said Kim, with a bitter smile on her face. And what about now? I love you more," said Kim, and then they laughed together. The warmth created between them is erased by the coldness of the night. While Stanley was at the nightclub, where he used money from Kim, this money he used to spend on women. And having fun. That night, Stanley brought a young woman to home. Although, in his home, there was Kim and his daughter Haley. What are you doing? Asked Kim. A half-drunk Stanley barged through the door. Holding a young, unconscious woman, I'm going to have fun with this girl. You just go away from here," yelled Stanley. So, Kim went to the Haley's room. The sound of moaning from Stanley when he was making love to another woman. 
make him very angry, but not out of jealousy, but in a rage that Haley was in the house with him. Stanley bringing another woman home was becoming a regular thing for Kim. Every day, Stanley would bring different young women. Things he'd do for his own enjoyment without thinking of his wife and daughter. A few days later, Stanley walked up to his house where the alcohol he's been drinking seems to be acting. He started babbling and attracting attention from those around him. What do you see? Huh? He yelled at the group of teenage girls who glanced at him. Damn it! yelled Stanley. Taking a sip of alcohol in his left hand. As soon as he got home, he called out to Kim. Hey, come quickly! I yelled Stanley. What's wrong? Haley's asleep, so be quiet! Asked Kim. Take off your pants! What? For what? Just open it. No, I won't. What are you doing? You yelled Stanley. Then pushed Kim Bunny against the treasure. Stanley insisted on stripping off Kim's clothes so roughly. He managed to pull off his underwear to show her breasts. But Kim put up a hard fight. Stanley ran out of patience and kicked Kim's body so hard. It sounded like something was broke. What kind of wife are you, huh? said Stanley and went to his room. Kim only endured the pain and crying in the silence. She must be strong. If she gives up, then her beloved daughter's fate is at stake. The time passed quickly and the evening has arrived. Stanley's alone in his living room watching television. At home right now, there were only Stanley and Haley. Stan took a sip of alcohol in his hand and then called Haley to him. Haley! Haley! Where are you? Come here! called Stanley. And then Haley came over. Haley, listen to daddy. Answer my question, okay? Okay, daddy.
Haley, do you love me? Asked Stanley suddenly. Haley just nodded in disbelief. If that's so, will you take off your pants? Haley speechless, but Haley quickly shook her head. You say you love me. Take off your pants quickly. Haley cried out. I said, take off your pants. Yelled Stan. Then he threw the bottle in his hand against the wall, and left Haley crying. Tomorrow morning, Kim prepared to go to work and take Haley to her school. Stanley, as usual, was busy with a pack of cigarettes and a drink in front of him. Hey, give me some money. Stanley asked him. But I'm just leaving for work. Don't make any excuses. No, this is for Haley later. Give it to me. Never. Stanley raised his hand at Kim. He slapped Kim very hard on the cheek. Dad, Dad, why are you always so mean to Mom? Screamed Haley. None of your business. Stanley pushed Haley's head against the door. Haley! Screamed Kim. Then put her arms around her daughter. You may hurt me, but never hurt my daughter. Said Kim, angrily. Then they leave Stanley. Who was feeling as if nothing had happened? He just casually smoked his cigarette. At Kim's workplace, Kim stared at the back street of the restaurant where she worked. She was daydreaming. Her gaze was blank, but suddenly, she was surprised when her friend, Laurie, woke her up from the daydream. Hey, Kim. Hey. Laurie called. Oh, huh. What's the matter? Kim asked, surprised. What are you doing? You don't usually like this. Laurie asked. Oh no, it's okay. Good. How's Haley? I miss her so much. She's fine. I really want to have beautiful children like her. Ah,、uh, by the way, Laurie. 
I heard you used to work in hospital. Roy, what's up? Can you buy me sleeping pills? Huh? Are you having trouble sleeping? Hehe. <laughs> yeah. You look like someone who needs blood, man. See? Can you do it? Mm, it might be difficult, but I have a friend there. I'll contact him. Oh, thank you, Laurie. Take it easy. Oh yeah. You sat down. You missed Taylor. Can't you look after her for me tonight? With pleasure. I also want to borrow your car for tonight. I have to go somewhere. All right. I'll give you car keys and the medicine letter. Oh, Haley should have gone from school. I need to pick her up first. Please take care of this place. Okay. In front of the restaurant after work. Kim, Haley, said Laurie, leaning on his Volvo car. Uncle Laurie, replied Haley. Haley. Tonight you are with Uncle Laurie. Mommy need to go somewhere. Ask Kim. Okay. Haley answered. Here are my car keys and your order. Laurie handed Kim the keys and her order. Oh, thank you. Please take care of my daughter. Take it easy. I already consider Haley like my daughter too. You owe me a lot for this. <laughs> yes, yes. Haley. Well, I'll go first. Okay, mommy. Be careful. Said Haley, excited. Kim looked into the face of her beloved daughter deeply, then got into the car and drove away. Kim drove the car to her house. Then soon she arrived in front of her house. On the porch of her house, Stanley glared at her. Whose car did you steal? Stanley asked, but Kim did not answer. She suddenly grabbed Stanley's thin hand, then pulled him into the house. What are you doing? Stanley asked, half screaming. Let's have a sex. I'm really horny, said Kim suddenly. Stanley was a little surprised, but he quickly opened the shirt he was wearing. But you need have to take a shower first, Kim asked softly. Stanley agreed. He went to the bathroom, 
to take a shower. While Stanley was taking a shower, Kim took a champagne. Then she put sleeping pills in it. She mixed it with sleeping pills. After Stanley finished bathing, he immediately came to the room and waited for Kim. Kim came to the room while giving champagne that she had given sleeping pills before. Stanley, without thinking, immediately drank the champagne, and then Kim opened her clothes. So she only used underwear that showed the curves of her body, even though she had a daughter. But her body was still charming, like a young woman. Stanley approached Kim, then took off her bra. Stanley tried to hold Kim's big breast and squeeze it roughly, but his body was pushed by Kim, so he lay down on the bed. Then Kim approached Stanley, and. She was on top of Stanley. Slowly, she was starting to strip the clothes worn by Stanley. I want to tie your hands first, Kim whispered into Stanley's ear. What for? This is my fantasy. Answered. Then tied Stanley's hands to the rack and left sides of the bed. Stanley really, really enjoyed this moment. But not long after that, Stanley's awareness was lost because of the effects of sleeping pills mixed into the drink. Kim made sure that Stanley was asleep. After she was sure, she rushed into the kitchen to get something. She apparently took a knife. After that, she returned to his room. She then opened Stanley's underwear. Then, she cut Stanley's genitals with a knife that didn't look too sharp. Stanley, who felt pain, then woke up from his sleep. And he found that Kim, who was cutting his genitals, fresh blood came out so hard. What are you doing? Stanley shouted while struggling, but failed because of the bones in his hands. Shut up! Don't move too much," said Kim, while still cutting Stanley's genitals. Stanley shouted in pain like a crazy. Then, finally, his genitals were broke. Stanley shouted. The veins on his neck came out. His eyes bulging as if they were about to come out.
You. I told you not to mess with my child. I can hurt you, but if you dare to touch my child just a little, this is what you deserve. Stanley was helpless. Fresh blood still flowing soaked the mattress. After cutting Stanley's genitals, she sliced Stanley's testicles and took it out. Kim then took a towel and put it in Stanley's mouth, so Stanley couldn't scream. So Kim sliced Stanley's throat, so he could hardly breathe and bleed. Kim began to slice Stanley's wrists, severing his veins. Stanley, who was helpless, could only lay while feeling the pain. Then, Kim stabbed Stanley's stomach many times until blood ran down her face and body. Blood began to come from Stanley's mouth covered with a towel. Stanley's eyes seemed to come out of his head. Soon, Stanley lay helpless. Kim grabbed Stanley's neck to see if he was breathing or not, and Stanley was dead. Kim was confused about what she would do next. Then Kim took the suitcase and began cutting Stanley's body parts into several parts using an axe. Then she put the body pieces into the suitcase. Then she brought the suitcase containing Stanley's body pieces to the car and put the suitcase into the trunk of the car. Her clothes are still filled with fresh Stanley's blood. She drove her car quickly towards the Golden Gate Bridge, but apparently there was an inspection of the vehicle that night. Kim, who panicked, directly drove the police and drove at high speed. Meanwhile, the police car was chasing her. Kim panicked. Then, suddenly, she remembered her daughter, Haley. So Kim decided to record a voice message on her cell phone. She wanted to give this voice message to her daughter. Haley, this is Mama. Thank you for being present in my life. You are like an oasis in the middle of the desert to me. I just want you to be happy. You deserve better. Hopefully, in the next life, we can meet again. Remember, I love you so much, Laurie. Please take care of Haley for me. You always say that you want to have a daughter like Haley, right? Now, can you take care of her for me? You are the only one that I can trust. All right. It looks like I have to leave soon. Kim ended the voice recording. She had entered the Golden Gate Bridge. Followed by several police cars behind her, Kim then slammed the car to the left and hit the bridge barrier, so that the car 
plunge into the river freely. Together with the corpse of a man she once loved very much, he brought all the bad memories of her life to death with her, and lived her happy memories to stay alive in this cruel world. The next day, there was a horrendous news throughout the state of California. A woman was found dead in a car that had fallen into the river, and in her trunk were pieces of the human body were found. The deceased identified by the police as the body of Kim Johnson, and the body pieces belonged to her husband. Stanley Johnson, and also inside the car were also found sound recording made by Kim before she died. The end. Da -da 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 -da.